Welcome to the Coach Speak Podcast, presented by Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Steve Medford, the show where we talk coaching with some of the best in the business. In this episode, host Bill Roseberry sits down with Alton football head coach, David Parker. This episode of Coach Speak starts in 20 seconds. To win in sports, you must focus on your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. I'm Steve Medford, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I can help. Call 498-8523. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. We're back in the lovely WBGZ studios here in Alton, Illinois, for another edition of Coach Speak. And it's my pleasure to introduce the community to a guy I'm just meeting for the first time myself, New Alton head football coach, David Parker. Thanks for coming to the show, Coach Parker. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so Coach Parker, um, I mean, as we're recording this, it's um, Monday, August 8th. This will come out in a a few weeks, uh, but today was your first official practice, according to the IHSA. So kind of talk how it went. Uh, today was excellent. Uh, we had a great turnout today. We had a total of 76 uh, scholar-athletes out today. Uh, it was a little warm, yeah. uh, but for the most part, we got an opportunity to get out there, and today was an offensive and a special teams day. Uh, so offense got a chance to work today, and uh, guys look good. We're coming off two weeks. We uh, come off a two-week break from the summer, and uh, guys came back in shape. Uh, we did a little conditioning, and people passed the condition test. So that was a good thing to see today. Good deal. Seventy six, boy. That's you had fifty, right? When you when you first yes sir got hired. So yes you, sir. You picked up twenty six along the way. Huh? Yes sir. How and, many underclassmen? Uh, right now we have a total of thirty three freshmen. Thirty three freshmen that are out, and from what I understand, there's about another twelve or thirteen that'll probably show up once school start. And wow. we have a total of. I want to say 17 to 18 sophomores that were there today. Very good. Yes, sir. Very good. Very good. So let's – why don't you run everybody through your resume a little bit here <laughs> so we can kind of get to know David Park. All right. Well, I started off uh, – uh, this is my 30th year of coaching high school football. Okay. I started off at the age of 19. Uh, oh, wow. Came back and uh, began coaching at my alma mater, which is McClure High School. Uh, started off with the freshman team, uh, went eight and zero that year, and uh, I just thought right then and there, uh, football coaching—that's that's that's my passion and my calling. Uh, so from there, I coached there for a while, and then I ended up going over to Berkeley High School where I was an assistant coach, uh, and then eventually in 2000, I became the head football coach over at okay. Berkeley High School, which is now currently McClure South Berkeley. Uh, from there, uh, I've coached at uh, Webster Grove High School. Uh, I've coached at Hazelwood East High School at Hazelwood East. I'm proud to say that in 2008 we won the state championship at 5A. Uh, I've also coached at St. Louis U High. Uh, and then recently I was an assistant coach at Alton Marquette. Right on, right on. So is that when you were at Marquette, is that where you got familiarized with Alton High School a little bit here? Well, to be honest, yeah. Uh, actually would come to some games on Friday nights mm-hmm. uh, and watch the Redbirds play. And uh, I know a few guys that were recently played at Alton Marquette, but I guess transferred back over to Alton. Uh, so okay. I knew their parents, and they invited me out to a couple of games. So I got an opportunity to go watch them play a little bit. And uh, I just like the atmosphere that Alton had. It, it was a real, like a, a big community that would come out and support the guys. And I would say, whoa, one day if I could ever get that job, it's just so funny. That I said, man, that would be great. <laughs> what, what, did you, uh, what do you think of public school stadium? 
Oh, I think it's beautiful. I even liked it before they put the turf down because uh, right. we, we played there a few times before the turf was laid. Uh, I just like the way it's, it sits down in the valley uh, and you guys can kind of sit down and watch. But now with that turf, oh, it's just beautiful. Yeah, and unfortunately I haven't been out since they put the turf down. But that was a that was something that people in the community have talked about for years. If you can turf that field, you have one of the best – football stadiums in southern illinois i mean just the way it's set up because a lot of them are more cookie cutter now just the way they've all been built and i mean alton's just got a beautiful venue sitting down in that bowl and there's so much space for fans i mean it's a got really big potential there now. oh very big potential and and that's a goal of our coaching staff uh, if not this year and the years to come, we, we want to fill that bowl. We want to fill that stadium up on both sides and get some playoff football going on at Public Stadium. Right, and it hasn't been that far removed from the playoff days. I mean, we they were just competing in this big this big conference just a few years ago, and I mean the Southwestern Conference is brutal. And you know, I mean they they made the playoffs two years in a row, won a playoff game. I mean, so we're not that far removed yes. from that. So what, what do you got to do to bring us back to that here in Alton? I think just continue off what was going on with Alton before the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, just bringing back the kids for the love of football. I know all across the country when the pandemic hit, a lot of kids stopped playing football. Right, uh, right. A lot of things just occurred where they just get, got away from football. But I think people are being more careful now and everything is being taken care of. And I just think if we just continue to be consistent with getting kids back and our numbers up, I think sky's the limit for us. So let's go back a little bit and let's talk about um, that uh, Hazelwood East run to state championship. And you get to you're the defensive coordinator for that team, and you're getting to coach alongside <laughs> a guy named Mike Jones, yes, who sir. a lot of people are familiar with. And you know, we were talking off mic a little bit about the the KC Hall Quarterbacks Club that's now defunct here in Alton. But Mike Jones, I believe, was the last speaker at the awards banquet so I got a chance to listen to him speak and 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 be around him a little bit and and talk to him after that and and do a little story on him for the advantage and he uh he he had a great message he talked a lot about that season but you know one of the things that I thought was really cool about Mike Jones was the fact that he used the tackle as a big motivation because he said he could have just given up yes, life after that. That's a moment in your life that he's probably never going to reach that pinnacle <laughs> again. That moment, he understands emotionally everything in that moment to to, to make a, a tackle mm. to save a Super yes. Bowl, win the Super <laughs> Bowl. It's probably a moment. It's never going to get better than that. Yeah. But he also said – he can't use that to 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 find define his life yes. and define who he is, and that was kind of his message that night to keep pushing. So, what did you learn from him, kind of, and his experience? Because this guy was a this guy was a running back yes. who turned into a defensive player, and then turns himself into a linebacker and gets a a, a, a Super Bowl saving yes. tackle. So, what did you learn? from working with him and, and some of that, too, that you can bring with you to Alton. Too. One, one thing I can say about Coach Jones is Coach Jones is a humble guy. Uh, he never yeah. boasts and brag about him playing in the NFL. He never boasts or bragged about him making that saving tackle. He is uh, he was one of good, a good mentor for me. 
Uh, he took me under his wing as a defensive. I was a defensive line coach, and he was the D coordinator the year prior. Mm-hmm. And we worked together that whole year, and then worked together that summer before he allowed me to go ahead and uh, when he got the head job to move in as the defensive coordinator. Uh, I learned a lot from um, Coach Jones, and I call him Coach Jones. I, I don't call right. him Mike. I call him Coach Jones. He just <laughs> taught me about how to plan practice. Uh, what you expect. Uh, uh, we did a uh, one thing I, I love about him. I'm a pastor as well. Uh, we did a uh, Bible study every Saturday uh, before okay. our games. We met right. with some people. They would people would come in and give the word, uh, and we would pray, and we would just go out and we would attack uh, teams that way. But Coach Jones is someone that uh, I would love for my son to play with or play for. He cared about the kids. He took care of the kids, provided meals for them and everything, uh, provided we rode good. We did, we took school buses, made sure we were on <laughs> charter buses. Now, that's one thing I will say. He made sure we r- arrived uh, in style. Right. Um, but just a good guy all in general and just showed me how to be a leader and, 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 and to allow everybody to have a say on your coaching staff, uh, not a dictatorship type thing. Everybody has buy-in and everybody has a word to say. And when that occurs, everybody believes in what we're trying to sell. What did you learn maybe about the defensive side of the game with him? Obviously, you said he'd been the defensive coordinator the year before, and then you took that role over from him, but you'd been kind of alongside of him that year. So talk about what you learned about defensive football. Always script practice. Always script your practice. Script everything you're going to do as far as your gums in the game situation. And I learned to be – I was always an attacking kind of guy myself, but under Coach Jones, I learned to be more of attacking. He is a blitzing guy. He will, he'll <laughs> blitz you from the parking lot. He'll blitz you from the locker room. He'll blitz you from everywhere. So I kind of took that from him. Be attacking. Always make sure that the offense understands that the defense is dictating the things. Offense won't dictate to us. The defense will dictate. And that is something that I take from him, uh, and, and I'm just glad to be a part of what he taught me. When we won state, I want to say out of the 56 snaps we took on defense, we blitz, I want to say, maybe 50 at a time. So, yeah, wow. we're, we're, yeah, attack, attack, attack. <laughs> Do you think you're going to have – I know from what I've heard from different people said you've been really big into conditioning, yes. conditioning, conditioning since you came in. So is that something you're working these guys up to be in that? Oh, condition yes, to be able to do yeah. that, I guess. We, we want to play four quarters. We want to play four quarters. We want to. I, I've noticed that the kids at Alton by just watching film, they play hard. They play real hard. But come that fourth quarter, it may be they're just tired or something is going on. So we just want to make sure that we're conditioned. And, and, and our cry is what we want to say is we want to finish. That's the thing I've been saying since March 11th, finish, finish. Everything we do, we want to finish. We don't want to, we don't want to always say, well, we could have gave it our all. No, we gave it our all. So that's mm-hmm. our motto. We want to finish everything we do. Yeah, talk about your staff here coming in too. Uh, is it gonna? Is there gonna be anybody you're bringing back, or are you bringing in all new people, or what's the staff look like? My staff, I love my staff. I have a mixture <laughs> of both. Okay, uh, Coach Riley, who's our running back coach, he's returning from last year's staff. Okay. Uh, coach Markle, who's one of our co-offensive coordinators and our offensive line coach, he's returning from uh, last year's staff. Uh, coach Jeff White, he's returning. He's our okay. defensive line coach. Right. And then Coach Sumter, uh, that's my guy. He he he's returning as well. He's Brian. our linebacker yeah. coach. Uh, and I brought in myself. I brought in three coaches with me. Uh, coach uh, Simmons. Uh, he worked. I worked with him over at Alton Marquette. He's our other co-offensive coordinator. Okay. And then Coach Colley, uh, he's our DB coach. 
And then don't let me forget Coach uh, <laughs> Coach Dobson. He works with our young guys and our quarterbacks. Uh, he's returning as well. He worked with the freshman program last year. So it's a mixture of guys that, uh, that were there and a combination of guys that are coming in with me. Yeah, and then talk about you've uh... – you still have a job with the Riverview Gardens School District, correct? Well, actually, uh, no? Alton okay. uh, blessed me about two weeks ago, and the board approved me for a position over at the high school. So nice. I, okay. Yeah, All so, right. Not heard that. Yeah. Congratulations. And, 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 oh, thank you so much. And that was a, one of the things that I really wanted to do. I wanted to be in the building with the guys. Right. Uh, just to let them know that I'm there. And you know how it is. Also, keep an eye on them. Make right. sure that they're behaving and doing what they need to do yeah. and keeping those grades up. Uh, but I'll be working with the special school district uh, in the science department over at the high school. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. I, I did notice that, you know, that was a – that seems to be an important – part of your job like you said as you came in here we had would you say we had 76 scholar athletes out today so obviously student first athlete second that's important to you oh one thing my goal is to get as many kids as I can a possible scholarship or something where they can move on in life but I know the number one thing when college recruiters or college scouts come in they're going to ask about their grades so I just want to make sure that they understand that that's one thing that they'll never have to worry about an Alton Scholar athlete grades are taken care of so when you come in it's just about watching the film and seeing if they'll fit in your program you want you should never have to be concerned about grades very good very good and then you know one of the things I wanted to ask you when you got Hired. I I read uh, the story that that you did with the Alton Telegraph, you know, and you talked to to Pete Hayes. And one of the things you'd said in there was you said you'd been you'd been called to coach Alton High School. So when you said that, what what did you mean by that? I I know you'd like you said been at Marquette and you got a chance to see a little bit of Alton, but what was it that that called you to to Alton High? I was going to, uh, after I left Alton Marquette. I was just kind of focusing in on my family uh, and, and on my career. And I kind of gave up, you know, the, the thing about coaching football anymore. But then I just happened to be reading the newspaper, uh, and Alton football job came available. And I said, hmm, I wonder. I wonder should I, 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 wonder should I apply for it. So I, I just thought about it. My wife told me yes. My family told me yes. My pastor at my church told me yes. My neighbors told me yes. I said, well, I, I, I've had enough. <laughs> Everybody's telling me to go for it. And I said, I believe that's a calling for me. And I, and I always just listen to what people say. And then also, once again, I just listen to what God puts on my heart and in my mind. And I went for it. And I didn't know if I was going to get it or not. But I said, I'm going to go for it at least one more time to see if I can get a head job. And God blessed me with the opportunity and the uh, interviewing committee. Uh, we just had an outstanding time. It felt like we knew each other for 20, 30 years when I went in for the interview. And it, just lucky enough and everything worked out. Now, did you have a relationship or know Coach Kuznarek, Chris Kuznarek beforehand at all from his time over in No, in, uh, I, I knew I didn't know of anybody County? on no. the okay. committee or anybody in the school at all. I, like I said, I just went on faith. Uh, and like I said, I just – I let I let Lord use me, and just whatever was going to happen was going to happen. And uh, Coach K, that's my guy. Yeah, that's my guy. Uh, uh, and uh, Doctor uh, Adams, uh, oh, just everybody. Hey, Coach Mitchell, uh, just the whole committee. Even yeah. it, Mr. Bellum, the uh, principal, all of them. They right. just great job and great people. And I look forward to working with them for many, many years. Yeah. Um. And then let's talk about our, our so. You said a, a, aggressive defensive football. What else are we going to be able to expect out of uh, out of Alton High this year? Discipline, uh, discipline. Uh, one thing that we are big on is penalties. 
Uh, we want to limit penalties as much as possible. So offensively, uh, if we jump off sides or anything in practice, we got up downs. We got running after practice. We, we try to jump on it right on the top of it. Uh, special teams. I don't, I don't. A lot of folks talk about special teams, but special right. team is something that we practice an hour a day on. Uh, if it's kicking the ball or returning the ball or extra points, we are big on all three levels: offense, defense, and special teams. And I feel as though that the special team can help us with field position, either giving it to us or taking it away from our opponents. Uh, so you can just expect a team that's going to be disciplined and a team that's going to attack offensively and defensively. We're going to try to hit you up top, <laughs> and we're going to try to take the ball away from you as much as possible. You you mentioned special teams, and just to give you a, a, your, one of your opponents in the Southwestern Conference, I, I I know Coach Martin, Matt Martin, very well at Edwardsville. Yes, sir. And that is a passion of his, is yes. to have strong solid special teams. Yes, I mean, sir. his his kicking unit was always fantastic. Well, his <laughs> one of his kickers is the Detroit Lions kicker right Enough now. Say but, it. <laughs> but I mean, you know, that was uh, that's been a big part of their success that maybe a lot of people don't know and that was his focus was yes, special sir. teams. So that's Yes, it's a good sir. thing you said that, yeah, because you're going to see that when you see these yeah. well-coached teams. Yeah, we try to cover it in yeah. the beginning of practice, mm -hmm. in the middle of practice, and at the end of practice. So the kids understand that it's just not about offense and defense. Special teams is huge. And then let's let's talk about the schedule a little bit. <laughs> um, you know, obviously the brutal part of the schedule is the Southwestern Conference. You're, you're, you're kind of lucky in the fact that you get East St. Louis, Edwardsville, and um, – and O'Fallon on the back half of that yes, schedule. Sir. So you get to kind of see where you're at and have an identity starting out before you get to those teams. But you're going to open at home with Cahokia. Yes, sir. And let's talk about that a little bit and, yes, and, and them. And then you go to, go to Quincy and then um, Collins Collinsville, yes, your sir. first three games, non-conference games. So yes, sir. let's talk about that opener and what we can expect Oh, going into that Cahokia game. The old Comanches, maybe. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Comanches. Actually, that's going to be our senior night. I've never had a senior night that on the first strange. night. That is strange. I yeah. saw that. I didn't know if that was right. I was <laughs> looking at that. Yeah, but, yeah. so I, I'm expecting to see a big crowd come out on our right. opening. I guess, well, first of all, they want to come and see what the new coaches got going on. Exactly. And then yeah. that's also senior night. But I expect the Cahokia and I to be kind of the same similar type team. Mm -hmm. um, so I expect it to be a very good ball game. Um, I think all our games are going to be kind of close football games. If we continue to not make mistakes and shoot ourselves in the foot and keep our offense out on the field, I think we can compete against anybody on our schedule. Uh, so with Cahokia, it'd be a good challenge with us. I know they have a good quarterback, and they have a, one heck of a wide receiver. Uh, I believe he's going to Mizzou, if I'm not mistaken, or at least thinking about going there. Uh, so we know we have to focus in on him and their running game. Uh, and I know Quincy and Collinsville are tough. Uh, from what I saw last year, uh, 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 we're in for a treat. But like I said, uh, if we go in there competitive and put our minds on it, I think we'll be able to compete with those guys. And then you head to Belleville West a week four to open the conference. So you're on the road again. Yes. On the road three of your first four weeks. <laughs> and then you come home for Belleville East, home for Edwardsville, then go to East St. Louis, go to O'Fallon, and then finish up at home with Altoff. Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. Yeah, yeah the, the, the schedule, uh, what you know about the conference? Okay. <laughs> hey, the conference is from top to bottom, probably one of the best in the state of Illinois. And shoot, you probably can compare it to some in the nation. Uh, but our goal is to just go in there. You know, don't worry about what happened in the past. Don't worry about what the name is on the jersey. It's a football game. And if we go in and play our game and do what we need to do, 
like I said, I think we'll be very competitive in all of those games. How familiar were you with the conference and some of these teams before you oh, came well, in here? We're very familiar. Uh, good friend of mine, Dr. Gerald Nave. Uh, he's an Eastside grad, so okay. he took me to all Eastside <laughs> games. Every all time right. Eastside played, we went to the tailgates and all of those stuff. So I saw a lot of East St. Louis. I know Coach uh, Sunkett. Uh, I was going to say, coached, coming coached out of Riverview him. Gardens, yeah. yeah, you had to have known yeah, him, I'm coached sure. Him over, coached against him at Riverview, but also coached against him at Ledoux. He was also at Ledoux at the time where I was at Berkeley. Okay. Uh, so I know him from there. And then I just know Edwardsville uh, – just they, they're just football. They're about football and no fouling. Right. I'm a. Uh, I watch uh, Friday night football on Channel Two News all the time. <laughs> so I catch them with the helicopters coming over here right. to the Illinois side. I call it the ill side, uh, and, and always watching those guys. So that was another thing. I just wanted to compete against the best. And I said, well, man, if I if we go to Alton, if I get this Alton job, I'll be competing against the best every Friday night. So <laughs> yeah, one of my coolest games covering when I was I was at the Edwardsville Intelligencer and. Um, we're covering halftime, and this was, I guess it was Craig James and, and Terry Beckner. Maybe they were juniors. Okay. And, uh, but, you know, Craig's a junior on Edwardsville getting a lot of looks. Beckner's getting a ton of looks for East Side. But they had two freshmen in that game, too. They had a uh, freshman on Edwardsville named A.J. Epinesa and a freshman on East St. Louis named Jeff Thomas. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> halftime. Gary Gary Pinkle was still at Mizzou. Here came the helicopter landing in the outfield on the baseball field yeah. at Edwardsville, and he came across to watch those guys. It was pretty pretty neat yes, seeing sir. that, you know. But uh, you know, and obviously we got now, um, you know, a couple of those guys are playing in the NFL yes. and, and, as professionals. So yeah, I mean, there's you you get a lot of that here out of this conference. I mean, there's yes, some sir. good players that come yes, through it here, is. and yes, the it is. the ones that that didn't even play in the conference, should have, like an Ezekiel Elliott or an Adoree um, Jackson. Yes, who sir. Were, who were guys who lived here but didn't end up playing here. Yeah, yes, so, sir. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> exciting football. So, And then I also wanted to talk, you know, you've talked about the importance of conditioning, and I've heard a lot of people in the community talk about that and kind of a, a social media presence, too, to help kind of promote the program. Talk about – that a little bit and some yeah. of the other things you got maybe to plan to kind of introduce yourself and the team to the community yeah. before we get started well i'm trying to i'm 50 i just turned 50 in july <laughs> uh, on july the 10th right. and i'm getting my son is getting me into this social media type deal and branding <laughs> that's this thing is branding, branding daddy yes, branding. branding get 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 on facebook get on instagram get on twitter so I'm I'm old school, so I'm on Facebook, right. and uh, I just I love videotaping our guys, uh, not only for the social media part, but for them to watch themselves on huddle, mm -hmm. and we watch film every day after we exactly. do practice, so the guys can see what they're doing. But it's just an opportunity to also let the community know that these guys are working. Um, so when I'm asking them, parents, hey, you know, let your child come up here for these two and a half hours that we're working out. It's not letting them know that we're out here playing around, that we're actually doing right. work. So it's an opportunity for their parents to see them uh, and, and to share it with their family members that might live in California or down in Alabama or, or on the East Coast. It's just an opportunity for their families to see that, hey, they are really putting in some work over there. And like I said, if we can really condition ourselves and be able to play a full four quarters, then we'll be competitive in every football game. And that's just my thing. I'm I'm big on just promoting my kids. I, I love promoting my kids and my coaches. It's not about me. It's about them and about the opportunity that they got for their future. Yeah, I don't know if you got to be around him at your little bit of time at Marquette, but 
Coach Greg DeCourcy, who's a longtime baseball coach at Marquette, okay. and he's in the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame, the Illinois oh, side of that. He went in, and I had him on the podcast a while back. He also was a football coach there back in the day. But, you know, Coach DeCourcy was talking about the fact, you know, that uh, – so many of these kids show up with their phones. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, you everybody just yells at him, put your phone away, we're here to practice, put your phone away. And he goes, we decided, you know, and, and Coach DeCourcy, you know, is, I mean, he's quite a bit older, you know, for, for to, to think about this. But they decided as a staff, he's just helping out now. He's not the head coach. But that let's use this to advantage. Okay, you guys, bring your phones out. So when your buddy's taking batting practice, yeah. film him. And then, you know, you can – and then when you get done hitting, you know, then he – or when he gets done hitting, he can film you. Yes, sir. And they're able to look at their swings and they're able to see things. So you can't – you got to take that kind of stuff and you got to turn it into a positive, yes. don't you? Because you if, you're, if you're hounded on everybody all the time, it doesn't work. You got to figure out ways to be creative and turn it into a positive, right? Time's changing. Time exactly. is changing. The technology is what these young people are gro- growing up on. I'm not going to lie to you. Today, uh, I usually have my manager's film, and I tell them, hey, send me your film. Send it to my yeah. phone once you get home. Right. One young, I got five lady managers. They came up to me today. They said, Coach Parker, we can do it right now. See, I push this airdrop and push this yeah. button, and then look, it's on your phone. Yeah. I said, Lord have mercy. <laughs> yeah. So now I, I, I learned something new. So now yep, I can go crazy. right ahead to it, and I showed a couple of kids right after practice today, uh-huh. hey, this is what you did wrong. Hey, let's make this correction because now it's right there on my phone. So, and that real-time uh, stuff, uh, you can use that to your advantage. It's so much better, and it can save so much time, time. too. Yes. I mean, you know, you're I'm, I'm about to be 46, and, I mean, I didn't play football. I played a lot of baseball. But, you know, in our, in our day, back in our day, you know, when we had to walk up hill – you know, both ways to get to school yes, and all that, you know. But, you know, practices were longer. I yes. mean, they thought the longer you went, the harder you went, the better. And we've learned yes. now that that's not necessarily the case. That's not it. Short to the sw- to the point, be very organized with it, yes. and you're going to get a lot more out of it and keep the kids in better shape for the long haul. Yes. Right? yes, and you keep their attention a little bit quicker, yes. too. Yes. You know, I've learned as a uh, school teacher for over 26 years that, you know, their attention span is not the longest, so you you can't keep them there, and you can't keep lecturing to them, and boy, you'll bore them to death. So right. hit them with quick, something quick for about ten minutes, move to something else. Ten minutes, then move to something else, and, and that's kind of what we do in our individual and in our group and our team sessions. Yeah. We just kind of keep them humming and drumming until the to the horn blows to move to the next drill. Yeah, it's it's amazing how short attention spans are <laughs> yes. now. I mean, you can lose someone. Oh. So quick. I have to go worry about that in my job now and training, you know. I understand. I mean, you got to try and catch people and keep them, you yes. know, you know, keep them enthralled with what you're working on to yes. keep their attention or they'll oh, dis- no disappear what on you quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are there anything else uh, heading into the season here, um, you know, that you're going to do for the community to, to try and get people out or introduce yourself or the team or you guys have a, a – a, uh, red gray, red and gray game yeah. is that coming up? Yes, and all sir. That? It's coming up. Actually, uh, coming up on uh, August nineteenth, Friday night, August nineteenth. Uh, okay. We're going to have a red and gray game. I believe it's at six o'clock at the stadium. Uh, we would love for all alumni, the whole community, to come out and support us. And then I'm hopefully trying to plan something that Saturday, uh, trying to have a barbecue. 
uh, where okay. the community can come out and we just celebrate the team so we get ready cause to head into the game week. And it's just something to give to the kids and the community and let them know how much I appreciate all they've done since March the 11th uh, for me and my mm-hmm. family and for my coaching staff. Uh, and just let them know, hey, we're here to help them out. And whatever we can do as a coaching staff, as the Alton Redbird football, I call it the Alton Redbird football program family, uh, yeah. we're willing to help out anybody in the community. But, yeah, August 19th, I believe at 6 o'clock uh, at the public stadium, we'll have our red and gray game. And then hopefully that Saturday we'll have us a barbecue where everybody can come out and celebrate with us. If you had what what are some of maybe some of the team building things you've you've done? Have you done any had a chance to do any of that kind of stuff for these guys? We basically uh we've we've gone uh we've we've participated in in uh some jamborees this uh summer. Okay. Uh we went over to Ridner High School and participated in uh jamboree with Ridner, Hazelwood Central and Hazelwood East. Uh okay. after that we had a uh a meeting with uh, coaches, some people came out and spoke to us and we had a snow cone party. All right. Uh we also ventured out to Fort Zumwalt East. Uh, with Fort Zumwalt East and Gateway uh, High School in St. Louis okay, uh, and did the exact same thing, had a little jamboree, then some speakers came in, and then we had a McDonald party. They brought over <laughs> some McDonald food, and Ronald McDonald came and hung out with us. Uh, so that was real cool. Uh, but yeah, just, just a lot of stuff where we helped out with the uh, uh, Michael Ford football camp. Right. Uh, okay. We we participated that with them and uh, uh, the coaches helped with that and our players came and participated with that. So we're trying to get our name out there as you, the brand out there. Yeah. Uh, and just right. let people know that we are here and we're helpful and we want to just do whatever we can to help the community. Yeah, it was good to see Michael do that. I, I talked to him on here. He was a guest on here right after he signed with the Falcons and okay. I knew he was going to be doing some things. He's he's going to be wearing. Um, something to, to to recognize the Alton Renegades on his uniform Man. this year, yeah. So he's, you know, he's big on trying to That's still it. help this community. That's you know, good. played at Marquette, not Alton High, but That's okay. His dad graduated with me and was a really good player at Alton High, and so yeah. he's got a lot of love in his heart for oh, for yeah. Alton High too, and just the community um, all together. His dad was on the the team that uh, first playoff win ninety two, really? yeah. Oh, that's what's yeah, up. Beat, beat Pekin, so. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's one yeah. thing I'm, I'm I'm learning about Alton is that uh, they're big on community and they're big on tradition. Yes, uh, they talk a lot about tradition, and I go in the high school outside. Look of at that tradition that stuff. Oh, yes. it's, it's beautiful. That and, for those those early, I mean, a couple of perfect seasons. Yes, they just didn't have playoffs back then. Yes, they they, they might have had a state championship or two at that right. point. And, time, and that's what I tell yeah. my and that's what I tell my uh, scholar athletes. I say go by and walk walk by there and read stuff and see Absolutely. that stuff. Absolutely. Because one day you guys will get up there. I say there ain't no possibility you will be up there. Yeah. And then your kids and your grandkids will get a chance to come by through the na- uh, through the school yep. and see your name up there. Yeah, I'm on that committee, that Hall of Fame committee, and um, you know we we take a lot of pride in picking those people yeah. out and trying to do the best to get that to these younger generations yes. so they can see that. I mean we we try and. And and put a lot of the older guys in, and a lot of the the younger ones in at the same time, and different sports, and cover a lot of you know all those track guys from the, that time too. You know, uh, yes. I, I'm I'm sure you've met Oscar Wallace maybe yes. at this point now, and yeah. then obviously yeah, a couple of a couple yeah. of those guys that were on there. I, I, yeah, when I, when I walked through, they were a, you mentioned a Coach Mitchell there. earlier. Yeah, oh, yeah. Terry's Coach a Mitchell. big part Coach of all. Mitchell's been around forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, and the um. The chain gang, you you'll get a new chain gang. That that's going to be a different <laughs> okay. different thing for Alton High. They had the same chain gang for many many years. Really, 
we put them in last year. I can't even remember now how many years it was, but the same group had had been the chain gang for wow. since the early early eighties. I think really? Henry Grabby had been on that um, the ten and O team okay. uh, in '69. So so, so we we'll get so we'll be breaking in a new coach and a new chain gang. Yep, new okay. chain gang. Yeah, we'll, so we gotta start start something <laughs> new there. Yes, sir. So hopefully they'll stick around and be as uh, oh, that would be great. Be as is is uh, committed as the last yes, one was. Oh, that know, would be because, beautiful. I'm hoping so. That'd be a blessing. So yeah, I mean. You know, you'll meet a lot of people that uh, have a lot of passion for Alton sports in this community, especially when you're talking football and basketball. Those yes, have sir. been a lot of rich history. And, yes, um, you know, you go back to those guys back there in that early time. So that's good. You know, you, you know, get those kids to look at that wall oh, and, yeah. and, and check that out. Cause, oh, yeah. You know, those 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 are names that oh, uh, it's big tradition. Right. You know that? Exactly. <laughs> I think sometimes the young people forget about the people that kind of laid the bricks or laid the foundation. And that's one thing that we're talking about. We want to lay our foundation and lay our bricks down so people can remember us and talk about us 10 and 20 and 30 years down the road. Hey, remember that 2022 or that 23 or that 24 Alton Redbird football program. So hopefully, hopefully, not hopefully, it will happen. I, I put it in the atmosphere, I, it will happen. Well, Coach, you definitely – have a passion for it. We can tell that. You know, you're upbeat. Um, I think uh, think you're going to be good for the community. Appreciate and you. congratulations on the job Thank within so the much. school district. Yes, and, sir. Uh, you know, we'll look forward to getting out to Smolton Redbird games this fall and in years to come. And All right. Get get back some success here for yes sir Red i Bird appreciate Nation. i appreciate this opportunity anytime i you want to call me in please call me in i'm i'm here to help whatever i can do and like i always tell them once a red bird always a red <laughs> bird and i feel that i'm a red bird now. all right yes sir is there anything else that you want the alton community to know about uh david parker and about coach parker and what we can expect from you and your teams just understand that um we're going to try our best uh, so everything won't be perfect. Uh, everything may not come out the way you like it. Uh, don't, don't, don't get down on us, have faith in us and keep encouraging us. And that's one thing that I'm big on is encouragement. So, uh, uh, encourage the kids when you see them in the neighborhood, encourage the kids when you see them out throughout the community, let them know that you're behind them. And I think that'll help out everybody. And just know that coach Parker and his staff, we're here to help out anybody we can in the community and just looking forward to this season and many more seasons to come. All right, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, appreciate you. Thanks for listening to the Coach Speak Podcast. If you're a coach or player or know a coach or player who would like to be featured on the Coach Speak Podcast, email bill at broseberry5123 at gmail.com. And tune in next time on Coach Speak, presented by Edward Jones Financial Advisor Steve Medford.